y'all can hear some background noise, but I don't care. I can't. It is. I got to have the windows open and the fan on because the heat wave has hit Los Angeles. It's not even here yet. It's only 87 degrees. It's going to be 100 tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do. <sighs> I've become such a Californian. Well, welcome to Dear Maddie Show this week. I have an interview this uh, week with actress, uh, director, writer, uh, Charmaine Bingwa. She's from Australia, and she is right now um, she's kind of making the rounds, making the rounds, because she uh, directed, wrote, and started a movie called Little Sister, which is getting a lot of independent industry buzz. So, um, and I just... You know, this is this is one of those one of those conversations that I didn't know where it was going to go, and we I ended up learning. Just we talked a lot about just uh, culture in Australia. Charmaine's African American, so she talked about what it was like being black in Australia. Which, because I'm a dumb American, was something I never really thought of. So, um, really smart woman, really um, just really smart, really caring, and um, I just thought I had some cool insights and. What I thought is that Charmaine really embodies that kind of laid-back Australian vibe. And it's interesting listening to one of her advice to the advice questions and some of the Dear Maddie questions. Uh, just because I, it was just, it made me, I walked away from the interview thinking, hmm, do I really need to care about so much stuff so much? Or, or are there things I can just let go? So anyway... I hope that you're able to let go and relax for 45 minutes and listen to this new episode of The Dear Maddie Show with Charmaine Bingwa. All right, and we are recording. What? What? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Maddie Show. It's a podcast. It's always weird when you start because you're just in the living room, but then you get in. Then it gets comfortable. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Marr. Welcome to Dear Maddie Show. Uh, I'm super excited for this show. We're going to be doing. We're serving up a little uh, pride realness. I know this is, you know, this is July 5th, but you know what? America is about pride. So at least for most of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so to the, to my show today, I have Charmaine Bingua, actress, director, producer. Charmaine, thank you for being Hi, here. Hi, my absolute pleasure. How are you? I just, I know you get this from dumb Americans all the time, but I just just read the fucking phone book, sugar, and I'm happy. <laughs> you like the accent? It's beautiful. It's it's. I have to say, it's working wonders for me over Is here. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> like, Getting yeah. some action from that accent. I thought some people. I'm would milking like... it. I'm milking it. Oh, to it. I thought people would like the southern thing when I moved here, and yeah, nope, they just think I'm dumb. Oh, really? I love it. I'm like, oh, smooth, smooth and sweet. Well, maybe butter. I need to go to Down Under, we would and I would get a little it. action. We would, but I even Australian it up even more over here. I'm like, hi, how are you? Like, you're like, shape bomb the yeah, ball, exactly, mate. exactly, my, kangaroos, mate. Yeah, mine. <laughs> I can't do us. It just turns every British and Australian accent turns into that like. Really, just shitty Dick Van Dyke impression on Mary Poppins. I love Dick Van Dyke, but he's the worst. He's like, Mary Poppins. It's like ridiculous. That's like, what, hang on. That's basically how I learned to do that type of it's accent. It's a pretty like hard one. I'm so glad it, it's like, I, if I had to learn an Australian accent, it's ridiculous. But just like close your mouth and uh-huh. like just talk out the side of your mouth. And just talk out the yeah, side pre- of your mouth. Pretend there's like heaps of flies and you just don't there's, want them to get in because uh, that's where it comes from. Oh, uh, really? Because yeah, there's so many flies. Yeah, it's like now, you just where. Don't 
And we're going to talk. So Charmaine, just to give y'all a little tease, Charmaine right now, she's starting the series Little Sister, uh, which is actually one best screenplay at the LGBT Toronto Film Festival, premiered internationally at OutWebFest, and it will be streaming exclusively on Reverie, which is really a pretty incredible uh, LGBTQ queer uh, uh, streaming network, and that's going to happen around July 6th, so hopefully tomorrow, if you're listening to the show today. There's other stuff we're going to talk about, but I want to get to a little... So you're an actress, you're a director, you're a writer. You're, you're like me. we got to do it all. Right, and we I think do it all. it's a new economy these days, right? It's, you it's, can't just do one thing. You can't. You <laughs> yeah. can't do well, one thing. We can try, but... You're, we're all actorpreneurs, so <laughs> yeah, to speak. Exactly. So, But you... Um, but I was looking to... Oh, yeah, it's on here, too, because I was doing a little research. But also, so tell me a little bit about just growing up in Australia, because you also... You've, like, won... You've, like... Best Supporting Actress in the Sydney Theatre Awards. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's like, and so I'm interested in just kind of hearing your process as like, just tell me about your life, totally. Sugar. Totally. Well, um, my, and see, your accent's not lost in me, Sugar. I could hear oh. that all day. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, well, I grew up in Perth, Western Australia, which mm-hmm. is, um, it's really kind of. I kind of know where that is. Yeah, you know that one? Oh, I awesome. have a gay doppelganger. You oh, should know. A gay doppelganger. Yeah, well, Tell I, me I everything. Said, no, his name is Matt Marr. Yeah. He's my cousin. He's Australian. Oh, wow. And he's from, we found each other on Facebook. We're not really, I mean, we say we're cousins because we know we're, Marr's not a, a we're, we know that we're related. And he comes over here once in a while and we uh, eventually will want to do a podcast together. Oh my God. Because I, I did this. one podcast with another Matt Marr that I knew and Ooh. it was a really great interview. Cool. There's also a gay Matt Marr here in West Hollywood, but he's he's weird. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> but anyway, ones. so yeah, so but I believe he might be from Perth. So anyway, oh, you grew nice. up in Perth. You grew said. up in Perth. It's very like I'm trying to think of the American equivalent, and kind of can't like uh, it's very small and community like, which was cool. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's very surf and beach. And my parents moved out here from Zimbabwe. It must be like 35 years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, totally. So growing up, like I was like often the only black kid in all of my high school. And oh, okay, really? Yeah, totally. Like um, it's kind of different there. It's one of the things I loved about moving to America was I'm like, oh my god, black people everywhere. This is heaven. You know, <laughs> I didn't know that until this is again dumb American. No, but that's something that like <laughs> this is sounds so. But you just don't. Obviously, history is not taught. Uh, inclusively but like that's mm-hmm. what I loved about the movie Australia yeah right I learned I, I had no idea about like aboriginal culture and I know there's yeah. way more probably represented than in that movie totally but at least as a white person in America I was introduced to it and I was like I didn't even totally know I mean I just had no idea of yeah. the racial kind of conflicts going on within that country because totally. Australians just seem so laid back and like <laughs> So chill. It's so chill. Although y'all just finally got gay marriage even I after know. us. It's weird. but And then it also seems like the whole uh, being gay seems a bit more accepted in Australia versus yes. here, even though you got the gay marriage Because you've got so. like a British component. And British people are kind of like, we're over it. We've done that. We're <laughs> older than you. Yeah. They're Do like what you that, want. They're like <laughs> that old aunt just smoking a cigarette. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you youngins, you fight about this. <laughs> I, yeah, I've me tooed already. I've got no energy yeah, left. Yeah, I've got no one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and Australia's so. kind of like the, you know, like the <laughs> drunk sister's aunt. I don't know. I Absolutely. I think she's like, you guys are a bunch of co- convicts anyways. <laughs> Just whatever. Marry each other. I don't care. I don't know why I'm making her American. <laughs> 
but we're just gonna run <laughs> we're with just that. gonna run with <laughs> so you grew up in Perth and so you just um so like just were you theater nerd or is that how you kind of got uh, into all that not really I was kind of like um unexpected really so I went to through school and my big passion was always music I was like I played guitar from 12 oh and cool was always that kid in the band room just like playing that was songs me too, actually. Friends. oh really yeah. nice mm-hmm. singer. Was your mm-hmm. music of choice uh, I was a singer I studied opera in my undergrad Fantastic. and all that yeah. nice but yeah. I really enjoy acting more but I mean yeah yeah so totally. anyway so your music now and yeah then, and then I moved from Perth to Sydney when I was like 18 because I just I know you want to get out adventure and wanted to get out as well and um then I kind of um yeah just was kind of doing my thing and was mer- working more primarily as a musician and then I went to music school and in order to complete my degree I had to take some electives and one of them mm. was acting and then I ended ah. up I was got so addicted to it I finished the acting course before I did the singing side of things and oh, wow just it flowed really easy. You know that thing they say when the doors open for you in something uh-huh. that's meant for you and if they close for you in others, like acting was just like every door open. So really? Like, yeah. So. Wow. And then it just, you started doing theater. I mean, yeah. which play was this? Oh, is in Doubt? Yeah. A Parable? Gosh, I love that play. So amazing. Wait, is, so is Doubt, the movie Doubt, is yeah. it called Doubt, A Parable? I didn't know it had a parable after it. Yeah, just the play has a parable after and then um, the movie is just Doubt. So. Oh, yeah, I which is amazing. That. Oh, were you uh, the... Mrs. Muller? Yes. Yeah, it's an amazing role. I know. I loved it. And I got to... So, theater's amazing as well. You get to play it for like a good month. So, I just Oh, my gosh. What a good role. Juicy, huh? Now, yeah, I've never seen the play. So, I don't know like... Uh, I'm sure the play's longer. There's more, or is there? Uh, it's pretty similar. I think they just open up the world. Doesn't have a lot of scene time, but no. man, it's like the most pivotal part of the play. Totally. And um, what's amazing is I um, through the Australian Theatre Company over here, I got to meet John Patrick Shanley after having uh, done that role, like over in LA. So I was like, wow. And I actually said to him, I'm like, what? a role it's like the writing just sets you up for a win every single time he's like, uh, he's like that's what i hope that's what you can only hope for <laughs> he's a very humble man that. very intelligent but like the man. sydney theater awards that's like that's like comparable to like tony's yeah here. i mean that's yeah I mean, they're the awards that we got so that's cool that's a big deal <laughs> yeah and um i think it was probably one like i'd done other kind of like community-based theater before but that was probably one of my first kind of professional forays into it and it all what a lucky what an amazing piece of work to work what, on and yeah and a lucky reception so. now i have a lot of people that are artists and actors here that listen to the show as well and i'm interested of like was it coming from australia and then you moved to the united states did you feel like were you able to ride a wave or did it almost seem like you're starting over when you came here it's a weird combination because definitely 20 17 was like a big year for me in Australia. I think mm-hmm. I managed to do like, you know, I think I did like five different theater productions and wrote and directed and starred in Little Sister and did some feature films mm-hmm. and short films and stuff. So it was a big year. And then, um, yeah, it was interesting coming here because, uh, you know, I feel like LA definitely loves like, oh, the next hottest thing. So it was good. Mm-hmm. And I've been going out uh, heaps as well. But yeah, but it is kind of like you work up to a point and then. You guys understand what we've done, but because you don't see the stuff we that we do, it. it's like, who? <laughs> but at the same time, though, I feel like, do you feel like so many Australian and British actors are getting, I feel like y'all are better trained than we are. I feel, I think there's yeah, a lot more That's why you're getting a lot of roles. I think so. And I think 
Because it's not here. We don't have that like culture where it's just like weekly classes as you guys have here. Like uh-huh. I think a lot of people have to put in a lot of work to get accepted into conservatories and mm. you come out of like a three-year course so like NIDA. Joe sometimes. Bob just doesn't teach a class on Brandon <laughs> in Sydney. <laughs> not so much. No. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think it's probably a lot more thorough. And then there's just, there's not a lot of work in Australia. So you have literally, you know, and it's it's a different career thing here there's a lot more opportunity so if you want to be an actor you really want to be an actor in Australia and then you're fighting it out with the best to get whatever small or few jobs Mm. there are so I think it just kind of trains you to be like in there you know Mm. so because it's it's not and it's not as easy a choice as becoming an actor here. Whereas you might have mm-hmm. a friend whose mom's a producer and then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I think I want to be an actor and go to a couple of classes. And- Does it, do people like, do other, it's Aussies, right? Yeah, it's, Aussies, perfect. Do other Aussies like help each other out? Is there like a club, a secret club? We <laughs> a don't, secret Aussie like, club. Does Chris Hemsworth call you and he's like, <laughs> I can't do the accent, but he's like, hello, Charmaine, <laughs> let me help you. That's it's, terrible. He's like, listen, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I had a couple of Thor things happening. But no, but I say that, that I feel like something I've always still want, I still want to do this and it's just time. I would love to do like a, not a support group, but almost like a check-in group for like actors and artists. Yeah. Because I feel like you move out here, especially in LA, and it's, I just feel like, Finding groups of support are so important. I think Australians do it very well. From my experience over here, yeah, absolutely. So I think, number one, just socially, naturally, like, gosh, I have so many Australian actors, phone numbers. You're a very social country, too. Yeah, we are, too. (laughs) We definitely are. And then there's, like, organisations, like, one particular one that I'm so, so grateful for that is over here. If I did not, if it wasn't here, I just wouldn't have had such a good time moving over but Australians in film Mm. so they have a membership and Americans can join so it's not like exclusive or anything Mm -hmm. but you join and they have like screenings every week they do development courses they have uh you can like I you know was awarded this thing that they have called Charlie's which is this office space that you can work out of for a week which is like on Raleigh lot like Charlie Chaplin's old office and stuff and they have all these scholarships and initiatives and the main thing is that because it's so far away, the people who have come here like are not playing around. So yeah. it's kind of like the best of the best end up here anyways. Mm-hmm. And then you just get this exclusive club to network with them. So, you know, I hope that wasn't a secret that I've just told no. everyone. No. <laughs> Australians in film will be like, we've just had all these Americans join. I know. I <laughs> Which know. I think that we want. It's yeah. like, you know. They're like, <laughs> there's this really loud gay guy who's not Australia, <laughs> but he talks with this horrible accent. this weird accent. Chris Hemsworth yeah, impression. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy here pretending to be Thor who's British. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He keeps saying he's related to Dick Van Dyke. Um, so, um, so how long have you been here? Six months, I think. Almost oh, girl. maybe exactly You hit the today. ground running. I you think got, so. You got PR. We have guests. We have her PRs here sitting, just sitting here making sure I don't say, I don't know. She's on Fart. It. I don't know. Annie's on make, it. Yeah, you're on it. And so it's like super pretty. Good for you. Thank you. you well, you're I right, love though. It. You're like, if you choose to come over here, yeah. I mean, because your family's still back way. there, right? Totally. So, yeah. and to go home, it's not just like you buy a $200 flight. Yeah. It's a whole. It's a deal. It's a deal. You lose days. Exactly. Literally. And even like, um, 
you know, it's different with different cases, but it's not always easy to get a visa. So a lot of people spend years just trying to get a visa. So I think if you've managed to make it over here, the chances are you're probably going to be successful because it's an orde- mm. ordeal to get here. So, oh, yeah. so I think the people that do come across, that's why you see them go on to greater things, you know? Ah, so, yeah. That's, that's my little theory. Anyways. That's your little, I like your little theory. <laughs> no, so cute. let's talk a little bit about uh, kind of, a, let's talk a little bit about Little Sister, which again, won best screenplay at the LGBT Toronto Film Festival, which yeah. if y'all don't know what that festival is only because i've done like festival stuff that's a pretty fucking big festival it's cool it's a big festival yeah um so tell me tell me a little bit like tell me a little bit about this project um so basically it's about a a very kind of reckless uh which i just want to you wrote directed it yeah produced produced, and stars in it yes it's like I got busy you're commi- on it. You're committed. <laughs> I'm committed. You're committed. Yeah. So anyway, tell <laughs> there was no sick days no sick day. for me. <laughs> no, none. So tell me about the project. Um, yeah, so it was like this really um, – well, actually, I'll tell you how it started. Like I was having brunch with like a friend of mine and he was – and I started telling him this story about how I was used to be a mentor in the Big Brother, Big Sister program. And he was like – he'd known me for five years and he was like, what? And mm. I'm, I'm like, what's so weird about that? He's like, I've known you for so long and I never – like I just – there's this whole other side of you I didn't know. So I was like, oh, that was kind of memorable, that surprise factor. So, um, yeah, the series is about, like, a girl, not directly based on me, but kind of, uh, who's a bit, like, reckless and wild, and she gets given community service and has to be a mentor of the Big Brother, Big Sister program. But she's a mess, and I do, And what happens, ironically, is the kid ends up teaching her how to be and, you know, cr- teaches her to grow up. So, mm. yeah, so it's a kind of um, edgy buddy comedy, you know. Ooh, I <laughs> like it. Cool. So it's comedy kind of like your first love or are you more dramatic it's like really hard like i don't um yeah it's kind of weird because i feel like you kind of have to choose a little bit but um but you know i go from doing doubt you know playing missing yeah. and doubt which is seriously dramatic to comedy i love them both you just love it all do, i've done the whole ucb thing and stuff like that so oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so all i think i just stuff. spread it around oh my you know? friend runs the classes there oh amazing you nice. got an email from Lindsay. that's my friend i do know Lindsay. She's oh yeah always, she I was just... my second guest on dear maddie show oh, amazing it's true. Oh, good. Yeah, she, we used to be roommates so oh really we're still best friends she's now. a good girl she is a good See girl in the hallways have a chat to her i was like uh, hey girl <laughs> yeah say i know maddie <laughs> yeah, say, I maddie. yeah she will. She she'll say it like that too she will she'll be like or she'll say Oh, Maddie. Because um, <laughs> she... They are exact intonations of how she speaks. I love that. Because she knows. Um, <laughs> so, and who do you play? Do you play... I play Charmaine, Rec- yeah, yeah. And I've named her after me. So, yeah. And she's fun to play, man. She gives no fucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. That's, that's good. So, do, do, uh, uh, so do you... Um, how closely related is she to oh, you? Look, I kind of say she's like an earlier... <laughs> less evolved version of okay. me I think you know I think everyone in their mid like you're more Sharpay 2.0 2.0 exactly and she's like you know 0.7 <laughs> <laughs> or negative 3 whichever way you want to think about <laughs> she's got some evolution to go um, but she's fun to play I mean like yeah it's so much fun and she does like really she shows she puts a kid in situations a kid should not be in so I think that's where mm. a lot of the comedy comes from so. I'm excited to see too because man I've done stuff I've done a short film and stuff with kids before and it's so important to get cast good kids oh my god yeah we how got, long did you we, search um oh a while I remember um I think I sat through like 200 audition tapes to, wow. to look for roles. And, did you um, film this in Australia? In Australia, yeah. Okay. And, 
I actually saw her off a tape. She did such a good read that I booked her off. I didn't even meet her. I was like, yeah, you're great. Wow. Yeah, because she was like, she's only like 10 and I think she even made like script changes in in the audition. I was like, how do I don't know how a 10 year old knows that changing that to that makes the joke read better, but I... I will be working for you one day, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and she's super charming and just, yeah, had this amazing like physicality. So I was like, oh, dope. And then lucky once we met her, she was great. So had you directed yeah. something before? No. So what was so. that process like? Yeah, it was kind of weird, cause, especially because I was in front of the camera. So I co-directed with a friend who, um, you know, was kind of being my eyes off camera. Yeah, but... you got to make sure somebody's behind the camera just to make sure the red light's on. <laughs> exactly. Because that's me. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've done like a YouTube video and I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or like yeah, my yeah, face yeah. is in this, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, you know, so I kind of tried to do as much beforehand in terms of like shot listing and all of that type of thing. But, you know, the nature of kind of small budget productions is you got to like make up it's a lot gorilla, of It's gorilla, you do it. On <laughs> yeah. the, on and the... we're shooting so much. I think we shot the whole thing in like 12 days. What'd you shoot on? Uh, Canon sorry, F7, I'm I think. Yeah. Film nerd. Oh, no, asking. sorry. Um, We just shot on, because we knew it was mostly going to be for web, we shot on a Canon C300 Mark II. So, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It turned out pretty good. Well, and then... I'm excited. So, okay. <laughs> so, suppose it's supposed, we have a date of July 6th. It might be a little later than that, but just mm-hmm. so, because Reverie, they've got a lot of stuff going on. It's they Pride do. Month, y'all. Yeah. So, um, but it's going to be out in, well, a week from today, but if you're listening, in just a couple of days. So, be sure. And Reverie, you can go to, I think, Reverie.com. I think you can even download... Reverie.tv. Or dot .tv, so yeah. Reverie.tv. And also, if you, um, they have an app. And if you have even the newest uh, generation of, like, I, Apple TV, I think you can download the Reverie app so from that as well and just watch it on your TV on the big screen. Um, so, also, to what – so, you just start – what's Possessed Finnegan? You just started that uh, as Possessed – I'd love just the – I'm asking because <laughs> – what character did you – Possessed Finnegan <laughs> yeah. from the film Necromancer. Not the what normal was, Finnegan. Yes. The I'm assuming one. this is horror. This is horror, yeah. It's, uh, it's a heck of a show. It's from uh, the guys – I'm not sure, sure if you're familiar with the movie Wormwood. I've heard of that movie. Yeah, Australian horror classic. So they've done some great stuff. And the next uh, kind of thing in their their adventures is, uh, yeah, necromancer. So um, necromancer means to raise from the dead. So I end up getting raised from somewhere. (laughs) And I have heard of them. Oh, wait, are you like super famous in Australia? Just like, do people know you walking down the street? Oh, Australia's small though. So Come on. And you know we don't like to talk about ourselves like that. It's a very Australian (laughs) thing to be like, Oh, they're like that's we're a not British very good thing. at promoting ourselves. British. Yeah, exactly. We don't have a problem with that in Did LA. Did you like write, produce, and create this? Ah, oh, it's all right. We're I like, go know. to my OnlyFans <laughs> account. I swear it's not yeah. porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to my Kickstarter. <laughs> Tweet me. This is my mom's yeah. details. Yes. <laughs> Follow my mom on Instagram. She tags me a lot. That's um, American. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so we're very low key, but um, but yeah, um. You know, Monica was playing with Monica Bellucci, who oh, yeah? is amazing, and uh, I think she's an amazing talent, so it was amazing. Okay, y'all, Charmaine's famous. <laughs> Charmaine's famous. She's the most famous person I've had. And, yeah. So, um, oh, sorry. Oh. Chris Hemsworth's texting me again. Hang on. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charmaine. Um, <laughs> Hello, Governor. <laughs> so, okay. So, the next thing looks like you're doing, you're going to be in the doc. Oh, you're going to be in the pitch. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun and, little... What, what were we doing in that? Um, so Australian film and I got to play, it was a great team working on that. I l- loved it. And um, I got to play a really over-enthusiastic yoga 
teacher fanatic who oh, uh, is obsessed you have with her that. guru. Yeah, exactly. Right? And you got like, Charmaine's beautiful and she's like, <laughs> she has like yoga svelte body. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I need to do more yoga actually. But, um, but uh, yeah, and she's a bit little, a little bit too enthused about her guru and stuff. So I get to play. It's very comedic, but I get to play a little bit of a crazy person. Oh, that's <laughs> I fun. relish. That so <laughs> from demon to crazy person. From so like, demon yeah, to crazy yeah. person. <laughs> so when you, another question. So when you go into auditions with casting directors, yeah, do you speak in an American accent from the get go, or do you just switch? I usually usually I go in an American accent the whole time, but I lately I'm kind of like I think I'm about to change it. I think I'm going to go in Aussie. You know, people say, oh, don't give them an excuse to hear your imperfections or whatever but i'm like but it also makes that's who you are and it sets you apart from you know because there are a lot of people in america that you're up against jobs for jobs yeah so i'm like i don't yeah. think so i remember when i would do opera i would always make sure to talk before i go in yeah because i'd be like hi i'm matt moore yeah, and they'd nice. be like this sounds guy sounds like gomer Powell," and then i'd sing and they'd be like oh he's an opera singer oh Hey, there's my baby. Hi. He's Looking going to me. Look at you, Look Daddy. At pocket chief. Looking good. <laughs> Bye, sweetie. He's going to get me for that. He's going to give me. I love this. I know. Isn't he pretty? <laughs> He's gorgeous. It's like I'm living with Tay Diggs, but he doesn't cheat on me. <laughs> Amazing. The perfect combination. <laughs> That's true. That. The perfect combination. But I love this. We can kind of just like wolf whistle and heck yeah. you, you man. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> This is great. He's going to kill me for that. <laughs> um, okay, so we do have an advice question. Ooh, and I wanted nice. to see if I could we could jump in and read that. See, I think you want to – you can ask me, Charmaine, for advice, but Charmaine, the character in the show, different Yeah, kind we of don't want to ask. I can so, give you both versions if you want. Actually. Okay, maybe we'll do that. So, like, mentor. Okay, so this is from um, – you know what? Did I, I – oh, it's from Megan, okay? Megan. Megan, age 40. Oh, cool. Okay, it's a little bit of a long question. Oh. It says, Dear Maddie, I've written to you twice on finding a husband. No luck, but I have a good life, and I'd rather be happy with a Rottweiler for a bed warmer than a man who doesn't adore me. Good for you. Yes, I love sister. a Rottweiler. Yep. Um, well, I found myself being comfortable with I found myself being comfortable with very friendly, like your family info level, vomiting on each other. Oh, I say emotional vomiting. Okay, yep. Um, so I, th- um, I found myself being very comfortable. I don't understand this. Very friendly, I guess, with friends from work. Hmm. Um, very open on life matters, even sexuality. I'm confused by this question. Hmm. Cancer scare. So they dealt with a cancer scare. They had an unexpected loss of a loved one. Um, but they're, I guess they're finding people to talk to. Yes. Sorry. I really thought I read this before. That's what right. I don't have. I just got the question. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> what I don't have a word for is how. Um, so I get. Okay. So she's having. So she has. So what I'm finding. She has friends in her life. But she doesn't have any date. Uh, dating life. But she's has friends. She's like, what I don't have a word for is how. Uh, sexually honest her friends are she says these conversations are honest just comfortable as your conversation with on your podcast with Ty Mayberry I love him great episode <laughs> nice fantastic actor actually by the way nice. um, he's so gorgeous Ooh, Shakespeare guy Oof. he's a good actor Hello. Um, anyway but she said okay so when Ty Mayberry and I talked she said both of you had respect admiration uh, and brothers in arms for the difficulty of acting and still you could Tell sex jokes and he could accept your compliments with confidence. 
almost I don't understand this question, Megan. Sorry. Yeah, I think right. you were drunk a little bit, but I love you. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's almost like a 1960s war movie. Uh, I don't know what that means. So anyway, what thoughts do you have on me or anyone? Nav- OK, here's the question. Okay. What thoughts do you have on me or anyone navigating the reality realities of a quote PC life today? So many people tiptoeing and never speaking their mind or often being so offended or being so vulgar when it comes to real life. Any hints that HR wouldn't dare, but would work. Thank you so much. So, okay. After that question, this is what I'm getting from Megan, is that she's starting to have some friends, not mm-hmm. a man or anything, but starting to have some friends. Yeah. And starting to have more honest conversations, but it looks like some of these might even be at work. And so she basically wants to know how, feel free to weigh on this too, sure. Everybody mm-hmm. can weigh in. Mm-hmm. Just yell. Um, <laughs> you work in PR. Um, what... What is what is a a good way to have? Because I get in that conversation with Ty Mayberry, like it was. I think she was she was talking about like he is handsome, he's gorgeous, and I could I could say that to him or like. But we're also friends. We're good friends. Right. So for your experience, and I think this would be interesting coming from is Australia as PC as America is right now, or the United States is right now. Mm-hmm. See, like, personally... I don't even know PC is the right word, but... Yeah, well, I think the term PC gets bandied around a lot. Mm-hmm. I was at something the other day, and there was a guy who's quite famous in Australia, and he was, um, he was like, I think comedy is about to die because, you know, of politically correctness. And I'm like, yeah, but PC doesn't mean don't say what you mean. PC just says, like, don't offend anyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're making comedy that's based on like offending people mm-hmm. then maybe you should look at it a little bit closer because there are more intelligent ways to do that mm-hmm. um in relation to like her having friends and building honesty and stuff like mm-hmm. that i'm not sure i entirely understand it but like i don't know i feel like i'm a very like what you see is what you get person and mm-hmm. like ask me anything and i'll tell you if i get offended mm-hmm. but um so i i kind of um it's hard for me to see the difficulty well the question it? was a little confusing i almost wish i could call have you call in megan yeah if she was sitting here we could well, she's <laughs> sitting right here um, totally. um and i'm sorry we haven't given you good advice on a husband that's okay you got a rottweiler though yeah exactly exactly and, but and, it does seem like there's um there's I don't know. I think if I'm imagining kind of taking a stretch of what she said that uh, with, I agree with you. I think the word PC, it, it, it is bandied about. Yeah. I like that. I've thrown around a lot. Totally. Um, but it's also, I think some people use that. I think I was not Megan. I'm not saying you're doing this, but I think some people use the word. They try to throw, well, somebody's being PC when actually somebody's, just trying to promote respect that necessarily that person doesn't want to agree with or that they don't want to. Totally. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Well, like like some you could say that we're so PC right now because of the Me Too movement, but mm-hmm. like just don't abuse women. Or we're just being <laughs> you know? fucking nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. respectful. Totally. Because I like, think like Jerry Seinfeld or some famous comedians were saying like PC is going to kill comedy, but then there's a lot of other comedy comedians that said, no, it's actually not. Yeah, I think you can say so, some weird shit these days and no one, no one will care. But Yeah, because I think, you know, is there a difference in that, like, yes. So, like, like I do a show with my friend Jake. Um, for people listening, I do another podcast with him, a comedy podcast. But um, it's called Cabaret Gay. And oh, we do, nice. like, a cabaret show. We do, like, once a year. We raise money for my summer camp, Brave Trails. and um, so good. But so it's been about two years since we've done the show because we just do it like once. But we're doing it in like in August. Awesome. 
but the whole point of the show is that we have, we we have make fun of everyone and everything, including ourselves. Yeah. However, though, we have found it. I actually feel like we just got through writing the script for the show, and I think it's the best script that we've ever oh, wrote wow. because some jokes that we would make like four years like we've envisioned doing this dance number <laughs> from uh uh not south is it south no not south Pacific, flower drum song called fantan fanny and it's like an asian <laughs> one with like asian fans and we've always and we're like you know now that feels like we would be appropriating culture and making fun of it when we wouldn't do that that wasn't our intention but yeah but because of i feel like we wrote such a better show and like got to the instead of like going for the easy yeah, jokes like ones. really going to the heart of what people are actually feeling and thinking yeah. and i i think it makes you a better comedian that's totally. my totally and i think like comedy for me like comedy's always been like a social comedy mm-hmm. social commentary on society so uh-huh. like yeah just kind of take it take what it is and spin it yeah you know what i mean so. well for megan i feel like look megan we don't know what you want because we're confused <laughs> by the question girl we still love you though megan. we do love you yeah. and i'm i'm gonna say if it's if you some people don't have social cues so maybe it's maybe it's talking to some people you know and trust and yeah. saying like hey when i say this is this offensive because some people don't know exactly some people do and that's in the spirit of honesty don't. like yeah. i'd respect that i'd be like hey it actually does so maybe test the waters with some yep. people you know before you go to work get yourself in trouble <laughs> give a annie a pr nightmare you don't want to do this you know what i mean like it's so just test the waters and also don't drink when you write my question greek questions <laughs> It's probably not a good I idea. I was confused by that. <laughs> yeah, just drink but after. Lo- but uh, yeah, drink after. But I love you, Megan. We love you very much. We do. Um, okay. Nice. So thank you for that. Okay, let's jump into chatty matty questions, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this shiznit up, sugar. So chatty matty question number one: What is your most memorable childhood smell? Whoa. I didn't tell you these on purpose because I wanted your honest reaction. No, I like that. Sorry, Annie, actually, I didn't send one... it to you. I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> This one sounds a bit southern, actually, but probably my mother's like apple pie. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't wow. do the quite put it on the windowsill thing, but uh-huh. you know, but yeah, she had a mean a apple really pie. Apple pie. Yeah. What's your mother's name? Dorcas. I'm not Ooh. making that up, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> people Dorcas think is, I'm being offensive no, all the time. Dorcas is my favorite uh, bride from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. There you go. There have you, you go. seen that movie? I have not. No. No, Dorcas is one of the. Oh, it's good. Awesome. Yeah, love it. That movie, I love it, but I don't know if you could. Talk about PC. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> not so, so much anymore. Yeah, <laughs> questionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it weird how so much stuff just doesn't? Fly yeah, I just this read day? that some people were not wrecking, and it made me sad because they are really good books. But mm. the not recommending Laura Ingalls Wilder's Little House on the Prairie books anymore for the way that they portray African American and Native American peoples. Yeah, right. So I didn't read the article; I just saw the headline. But it'd be interesting to see. Like, I think we are in that culture too. They're like. How do we navigate like? How do we navigate great art? Yeah, and not necessarily, you know, that there's because I think there's a difference of like Cosby Show was my favorite show growing up ever. We literally had a huge painting of Bill Cosby like in my apartment. Damn, no, uh, not yeah, so much anymore. Not so much anymore. <laughs> that's different. I feel like in that. Yes, I can still watch the show, but I get why that's taken to, because of what. He did something with sexual assault. Mm. Where Lori goes, Wilder, this is, she, it's like if you read Uncle Tom's Cabin now, that was written as like a, I remember yeah. reading that book and like 
like we wouldn't say the term mulatto now, but yeah. then that was like the very progressive, common, like inclusive. Yeah, it's like it changes. You know, like you wouldn't have said queer twenty years ago. That was offensive to. Totally. Like when, if I talk to when I do counseling with I do started a senior men's group and when the senior men like if you say the nice. word queer they get I was talking about a class I was like oh I'm taking a queer theory class and one of them said why do you say that word that's really oh wow. really offensive to yeah, me yeah right and because that's what they were they weren't called fags they were called queer when they were little at boys the time, and yeah. sissy though so that's what so it's all like what triggers a generation so. How, but with art, I don't know. It's like a thing we're into. How yeah. do we respect the past and appreciate Ooh. what the person did? And then does it also add context? I don't know. It's yeah. so interesting. A friend went and saw uh, Three Tall Women, I think, uh -huh. which is, you know, on Broadway right uh -huh. now in New York. Just and, closed. Yeah. And they, um, you know, I think there's a part where they kind of, like, you know, it's in the writing, but they kind of needlessly drop the N-word a few times. And, you know, my friend was saying that, like, you know, a well-dressed black man stood up and left after that mm. as well and it's it's oh, what do you do i don't know if there's like a clear-cut answer because you know i understand how it's completely offensive but also we're honoring writing from the past and that mm -hmm. was you know a time when those things were permissible mm -hmm. but um yeah i think sometimes yeah sometimes you overcorrect and it'll work itself out a little bit later mm -hmm. but uh i don't know i think it's an interesting time that we're in but i think it serves its purpose you know so, yeah yeah I'm not so, sure there's an answer to that one. Yeah. We're all stumbling we through to, together. To, to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chatty Maddie number two. Uh, what advice do you wish you? What advice do you wish you had taken earlier in life? Uh, what advice do I wish I'd taken early in life? Like, this is gonna sound weird, but like nothing really. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I always am fascinated when people are like, "Oh, here's a letter I would write to my younger self." Like, if I had to write a letter to my younger self, I'd be like. Cool, man. Good job. That's wonderful. <laughs> do what you want to do. Like, thanks. Thanks for now. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really... Uh, I think everything's just the way it's meant to be. You know what I mean? Uh, like, even yeah. if you're like, oh, I'm not exactly where I want to be in the pinnacle of my life. It's like, it's all pretty dope. Do you, you know? feel like... Again, I know I keep going, but I feel like Australians just have more of that mindset, though, too. They're much more laid back. <laughs> I feel like chill. you're a much more less anxious country than we are. I think so, but th there's also like less of us. So over here, you're like, man, if I don't do this, like I'm probably not going to eat. But in Australia, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, my government will take care of me or something like uh, that. Oh so, yeah, because you have healthcare, right? Yeah, and all, yeah, totally. Everybody Completely else different. except for us. Don't get me fucking started. <laughs> exactly. So here uh, it's a bit, it's a bit more hunger games. Yeah, so we're I very know. chilled out. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're uh, allowed to be. I'm allowed to be. Okay, <laughs> Chatty Maddie number three. Uh, what uh, would be the name of your memoir? Ooh, Unbreakable. Ooh, yeah, I think that would be it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I'm sure someone's taken that already. <laughs> Whatever, it's but, fine. You can yeah. do it. Copyright, um, trademark, right? Copyright, trademark, right? <laughs> okay, Chatty Maddie number four. Uh, what day would be your Groundhog Day? So, what day was such a good day? You're like that day I could do over and over again. Oh wow. Um. So many. Like even like. My Monday was pretty good. Like I, I um, Charmaine, you are in the moment. You are <laughs> yeah, present. You are here. You are in the moment. You're Everybody like, else that's stressed out, fuck it. Just get Charmaine. She is here, <laughs> Come feeling and chill it. Chill with me. Um, yeah, I couldn't like say. I know this sounds like so esoteric or something, but like I couldn't just say like one day they're all pretty good and they're all different in some way, and then you have it and you move on type thing. But but yeah, ever I don't know. Especially since I've been here, like things have been pretty great. So. 
and it's always an adventure. Like I don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen every single day. So yeah, I love that. I love not knowing what's going to happen. Not knowing going to happen. Even though sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not great. But I'm like, Ooh. but it's good to get used to that because that's yeah. life. Not yeah, knowing. exactly. It's so, life. Yeah, I am a bit too go with the flow. Aren't I? No, you're not. I love it. It's <laughs> inspiring like, yeah. me. And speaking of inspiring, chatting Maddie, last chatting Maddie, number five. When yeah. are you most inspired? All the time. I, I'm being that person, aren't I? But literally you all are. the time. Like, I always feel inspired and like, sometimes so inspired that it's hard for me to go to bed. Like, I'm like, I just want to do like one more thing. Mm. I just want to, but I'm like, okay, there's going to be more tomorrow. So yeah, like I'm talking to you. This is great. It's very inspiring. Like, and whatever thing I go, go do next, I'll probably love it just as much. Well, yeah, I'm sure little sister's going to be expiring, <laughs> inspiring. It's not expiring. It's starting. It's on Reverie, July 6th, everybody. Yeah. Uh, some very non-PC humor in there in case. Oh, maybe that okay. will help, Megan. Just maybe wait till, that'll wait till help tomorrow. You. Just like stream it, yeah. just get some like popcorn, chill popcorn, on your couch. Diet yeah. Coke, Coke Zero, Cherry Coke Zero <laughs> if you want. Dr. Pepper, that's my favorite. Exactly. Find out all those things you're not meant to Find say. Find out all those things that. <laughs> now, um, also, uh, I, I was going to just flew out of my head. Uh-oh. Just, I, did I mean, no, just flew right. Well, this is live, y'all. Well, it's not live. I mean, I'm not going to edit. Y'all know I don't edit shit. <laughs> I'm so, oh, we were talking about little. So, uh, what's next for you? Got a couple of things going on. So there's a short uh, film that I think is incredible. It's called Kairos, and I'm kind of calling it like Lesbian Interstellar, which is it cool. just I think we're going to have an amazing team and cast, which I can't reveal yet, but it's going to be incredibly exciting. Um, I'm still writing stuff, and then we'll see how Little Sister goes, but I should get started thinking about season two. Little big sister. <laughs> little big, little exactly. big sister. Just, exactly. Just trying to spin offs and spin off. Now tell everybody where they can find all things Charmaine. Um yes, please Charmaine do follow what? um Little Sister as well. So on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, just Little Sister series. I'm gonna and put then, those links in the show, by the you're way. You're amazing, Maddie. I love it. I love it. No, You're the I best. Am. And keep going. Um, and then Charmaine Vingwa, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. I'm always active on there. Same stuff. She's pretty, y'all. Y'all want to see her you. pictures. <laughs> oh, you're She's sweet. real pretty. Yeah, um, with with the right filter. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, Annie, but... you're pretty too. Thank you for being here. Um, okay, everybody. So that's the deal. Be sure, because um, I'm excited to watch this as well. I have a reverie. Oh, yay. A subscription. Just do it, man. I'm check it out. Hell yeah. Yeah, and you are more than welcome in my living room at any oh time. Oh, my God. I would love to come, come back and heckle your hot boyfriend again. You know what? Sup, sugar? He'll be Baby. he'll be back in like three hours. Just stick around. No. <laughs> all right. That. So, everybody, be sure to go to uh, the links for reverie, little sister, everything that we just talked about in the show notes. Charmaine Bingwa, thank you so much for being on the show today. And a big shout out to Cats PR, too, for bringing you to me. I'm very happy. And uh, you guys, you know the deal. Do do something for someone this week. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. All right, sugars. There we go. Another episode down the hatch. I'm trying to be better. Trying to get my life together. I've got new episodes coming up. It's just, it's been busy. Jake and I are are planning on Cabergay, which if you're going to be in the Los Angeles area, that is going to be happening August 11th and August 18th. Yes, we're doing two shows this year. It's year 10, so we got to do it. But uh, we don't have a ticket link for that yet. But as soon as we do, I will have that for you, sugars. Also, Podcast Movement is coming up in July. So, hey, if you're in the Philadelphia area around July 22nd and July 26th, sugars, or is it 23rd? Anyway, around that time, Sugars, I'm going to be in town. 
I'm going to be in Philly for the podcast movement, staying downtown. So I'll be giving a keynote speak there. So if you're interested in, in hearing me speak, get a ticket to podcast movement. I'll put that link up on the show notes. And if you're just interested in like, I don't know, maybe going to dinner, hanging out. I don't know your life. Hit me up. I've, I'm got, I mean, I've, I'm going to do some stuff. So I've never been to Philly. So if you have any recommendations, let me know. But on the flip side of that, I'm super excited. Jared Easley, everybody at Podcast Movement, they're so awesome. And it's such a good, if you're a podcaster or listening to the show and you can make it there, I highly, highly recommend going. Because it's just, um, it's just great to meet your tribe and everybody's so supportive and wants others to succeed. It's, I'm exhausted when I leave, but I'm so grateful to be there. All right, everybody, and I'm so grateful that you listened to the episode today. I really, really, really appreciate it. If you like this episode, hey, share it on your social media. That makes a big difference, a big, big difference. So please, please help us out. Help me. uh, It's just me. Help me out. Also, you can leave a review on iTunes Stitcher if you listen to Google Podcasts. Wherever y'all listen, put five stars, leave a review, and you can follow me on all the socials at vmatmar 2 ts 2 rs I love y'all, and do something with someone else. See you next week. Bye.